Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and Attention Coach Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and tutoring, help through the pandemic and into the future. And with us in our virtual studio tonight is Dr. Daniel Franklin. We're going to get into our show in a minute. But uh, before we do, uh, special thanks to children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. Um, in celebration of that event, we are anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, listen to our show. We'll share a secret word a few times tonight. Write it down. Listen to another show where we share a secret word. Write that down. Email me the two secret words. The address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When I get it, we'll forward it off to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current issue of the magazine, and then we'll send you a PDF copy of the next version when it's in print. Um, again, Chad is uh, bringing our program to you. They've got a little trip that we're going to share, and we'll get into the show. Are you struggling to find solutions to create an ADHD-friendly home? Chad has the answer. Parent to Parent Family Training provides practical strategies and solutions to help with everyday life and family challenges. Individual courses start at $19.99 or the entire bundle for $99.95. Bring more peace into your home. You deserve it. Start today at chad.org forward slash parent number two parent. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, we've got a great show for you tonight. I had the pleasure of meeting Dr. Daniel Franklin, kind of by accident, if you will, but in our conversations um, and some of my years of coaching and people needing learning help, this show kind of came about. Dr. Franklin is a PhD in a BCET. Uh, he's the author of Helping Your Children with Language-Based Learning Disabilities, which is available on Amazon. Dr. Franklin holds a master's degree from the Harvard Graduate School of Education in Reading, Language, and Learning Disabilities, and a PhD from UCLA in Education. He's a board-certified educational therapist. He has over 30 years of experience in education as a teacher, administrator, and consultant. He's the founder and president of the Los Angeles-based Franklin Educational Services, Inc., which provides a wide range of interlined school support services for students of all ages and needs. He's extremely involved with every family who uh, receives an educational services. He conducts an in-depth initial consultation and provides ongoing guidance to the family in his practice. Dr. Franklin also provides uh, consulting services to schools and conducts workshops for teachers, parents, and clinicians. You can learn more about him at his website, franklined.com, and you can also search uh, Dr. Daniel Franklin in Amazon and uh, find his book. So with that, 
Dr. Franklin, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing great. I really appreciate you coming on. Everybody, this, is, this, uh, this show is being taped um, April of 2021. The uh, show will be airing here shortly, but I want to just make a comment. We are coming off the tail of the pandemic, or what I hope is the tail of the pandemic. And what inspired me to do this show was, uh, in the last year, the number of people with ADHD I'm going to say that their ADD was kind of unmasked. Like they were, they were doing okay, but then it got really, really bad. And the number of adults and students that I dealt with that were in learning situations were really, really, really starting to struggle. And I reached out to Dr. Franklin, which is a whole other story, but he struck me because the first time he spoke, he talked about learning as a social and a social interaction and so it really kind of it really resonated with me if you've listened to the show for a long time you'll know why but I really wanted to have a conversation about this for those that are out there bring your awareness to this not only just for just general tutoring but just ADHD learning in general so to get things started Dr. Franklin talk us to your perspective about learning and uh, the emphasis on social interaction and the role that plays well the human brain is a social organ and it's designed to learn through social interaction. So anytime we leverage the social nature of the brain, whether it's a child, a teen, a young adult, we are really optimizing how the brain is designed to interact socially, to process information in the context of social interaction. So we can really optimize all types of learning outcomes, not just discrete uh, uh, academic content, but a wide range of other capacities, too. All those important executive functioning skills, for example, time management, organization, planning, activating to work, even social uh, uh, emotional regulation are all modeled and taught in the context of uh, social interaction. I like how you brought this back to executive functioning because and the emotional component and, and I want to kind of catch you off guard, but that's a huge component for a lot of people. Just the, that the emotional side of that because if you're emotionally dysregulated, you can't even think. Can you speak to us a little bit more about that in detail? Well, that's absolutely correct, Jeff. Uh, any individual who is emotionally dysregulated, it tells us something about what's going on in the brain. It's telling us that the amygdala, the warning system, deep within inside the brain, is telling the rest of the brain that there's a problem out there. And when our brain thinks there's a problem out there, it's not able to focus on the things we need to do. It doesn't allow us to uh, leverage the skills we have acquired. And it shuts down a lot of the really critical types of brain functioning we use to function optimally. What is, our, what is going on? Our brain is preparing us to fight or to flee or do something to deal with this, this threat, real or imagined, that's out there. And when we are dysregulated, our brain is only focused on survival. It's not focused on thinking, planning, strategizing, and solving a problem in some of the other ways we are able to solve problems when we're calm, regulated, and feeling safe and secure. So I, I talk a lot about emotion as a reflexive response, and I go to, to fight, flight, or freeze. When you're threatened with your life, your primitive brain takes over, and you go to that fight, flight, or freeze. And as I tell people, when you're in that state, you can't even remember what you're supposed to do. And as we did um, in our interview with uh, Autumn Zatani on, with Sesame Street years ago about emotional self-regulation, you know, they talked about – working with kids how to catch themselves when they were emotional, kind of pause and 
and belly breathe and then begin count to down regulate so that they can begin to think. And I know that when I'm working with people, I talk about when you feel threatened, threatened could be a real life threatening event, a perceived life threatening event or an anticipated life threatening event. So if you're worried about the test because you have struggled, that can throw you into that emotional. And it's kind of funny because I had it once or twice in my college years where I was studying and I walked into the room and literally I forgot everything I was reading 20 seconds before I walked into the room. And so really managing those emotions is a big part of it. But to me, you can get really emotional if you don't know the material. And sometimes if you don't know the material, it's because you're not using like the right learning modalities or you're not necessarily learning in the right way. And for me, working memory plays a big role in, in the learning process. And to me, I, the interactive process of working with a tutor and talking to them and going through it is helpful because sometimes you can learn actually by teaching other people while you're doing that. Is that, is that do you see those observations in your world? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, and that's such a critical point you've just hit on there, Jeff, that when we really want a student of any age a child, a teen, a young adult, to really master what it is we're teaching them. We want them to begin to teach it back to us. Remember, there's two sides of memory. One is the input, but just as critical is the retrieval. And uh, I think uh, educators could really benefit students from being more explicit on retrieval strategies so, like, just as you mentioned, having a student teach back what it is you've taught them is, in a sense, a really critical retrieval strategy. You also talked a little bit about that, that moment. You walk into a room to take a test, and you absolutely forget everything that you had learned or were supposed to recall. So one of the things that we try to do well in advance of any test, in addition to studying and working on retrieval strategies, is also help students keep a perspective on the significance of a test they're going to take. Is it truly a life or death situation? Does it really mean your success or failure on this test will determine whether or not you're able to achieve some much more significant goal that you have in mind? And generally the answer is, no, you can flunk a lot of tests in life and still be very, very successful. And it's important that we help kids, students of all ages, try to keep a, a perspective about the significance of any test or quiz that they're going to take. Wow, that's brilliant. I've never heard anybody say that before, but when you take it and you put it into that, that speaks right to the emotional side. So by taking the pressure off, if you will, can actually help them perform. It's kind of counterintuitive, but by reducing the pressure and the emotions surrounded by it, it helps them think when they're in there, thereby getting a better grade. Brilliant. If you, if you, watch, the, if you watch the best athletes in any sport, you'll notice they actually take their time. They, they don't just scramble after a loose ball on a basketball court. They will analyze what's going on and then make, make a decision about what they are going to do. And so the more we can train the bit brain to be in a calm, regulated state, the more effective we are, not just as students, but as teachers too. When we can really help teachers and, frankly, parents and coaches too, to really focus on achieving a state of calm, of regulation. You know, they often say just two or three seconds of thought before acting or speaking, speaking is the difference between a good outcome and a bad outcome. 
So when Absolutely. we give ourselves a few seconds just of thought and reflection, that, that can have a significant uh, impact on how successful we are in whatever it is we're trying to do. Absolutely. And we want to go to a break. Um, the first segment, I just want to talk to Dr. Frank about learning. We brought up a few things, executive functioning base. I want to come, when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about why tutoring, uh, an online tutoring is actually a topic for this particular show. But before we get into that, we're going to go to a break. So our secret word tonight is future. Um, again, our secret word tonight is future. And Dr. Franklin's website is uh, franklined.com. Uh, now, that's a website where you can go. And Dr. Franklin, can they get to your books from that website? The easiest way to get my book is put in Daniel Franklin, Ph.D. in an Amazon search. And my book, okay. yep. Helping Your Child with Language-Based Learning Disabilities, will come up immediately. And, but, but to access like online tutors and stuff like that, his other website, again, is, is Franklin. FranklinED.com, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change your lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a great conversation with uh, Dr. Daniel Franklin. Uh, our focus has really been on learning and executive function to kind of lay the foundation. But what I really wanted to do this show was to start talking about um, online tutoring and tutoring in general. Um, you know, Dr. Franklin, I, was, I had dyslexia and a learning disability, and when I was in high school, I didn't even take college prep. I couldn't handle English, much less Spanish, no chemistry, et cetera, and I did get to college because I was a scholarship athlete when I went. And, you know, when I went there, it was interesting to me because it was I had to sink or swim, and as an athlete, I had unlimited tutoring, and I remember taking advantage of that because I was like, why do this the hard way? So I... I don't know if I'm proudest or not, but the second semester of my sophomore year at Indiana University, I had the highest tutoring bill on campus because I was taking advantage of it. And I learned in that process that that interactive process was was a much more efficient way for me to learn. I spent less time, and since the resources were there, I took advantage of it. Fast forward, it's now like 2007, and I was going through coach training at the ADD Coach Academy, and they were doing it online, and it was in a – a webinar type, like a bridge line type format. And it was fascinating because I was like, this is horrific. I'm like, I, I was panicking because that's just not my learning thing. And fortunately, I got a, a, a buddy at the time that we were supposed to do some things with. And I had, I was in another coach training program a little bit before that. So I was always a little bit ahead of the class. And literally, I spent um, 
every week we got together because we were supposed to do stuff and I would basically do a lot of talking. We'd go back and forth. And my point of this was I've learned in my life that there's no way that I'm ever going to take a class or do any kind of learning unless I have another human being that's either a tutor or a buddy for me to digest the information. And I'm finding more now with this, the advent of the pandemic and the digital learning, people are coming more isolated. They're becoming more disengaged and they're not reaching out um, the tutors and even people aren't around as much as possible and and so I'm sharing my personal story I'm interested in your thoughts in on that and are you seeing the same thing in the world right now where people are becoming disengaged and more isolated they're struggling and they're not reaching out when there actually are online tutors available thoughts on that uh, many and first of all uh uh, I think your instincts were absolutely correct when you were in college. You knew the way that you would learn best is by getting the help of a tutor. What does that mean? It means you were leveraging your social brain to learn what it is you were supposed to learn, to complete assignments, to plan, to organize, to prepare. And you knew working with somebody, a tutor, was the, your secret to success. And I, I wish more young adults had that realization because we know that people, children, teens, and young adults who get the right kind of tutoring and the right amount really thrive. And yes, we have found with the pandemic and the numerous changes and changes in terms of what's going to be learned and how it's going to be learned and how their learning will be assessed and how assignments will be completed, all of that changed almost overnight, I could say overnight, because one day everything was open, uh, a mandate comes down and suddenly everything's closed, and everyone has to reinvent how they're going to be a student or a parent or a teacher or a tutor. And this presented a lot of very complex challenges. You know, as we speak about the ADHD community, we know one of the challenges for individuals with ADHD is certain types of organization. And for some individuals, yep. it's all types of organization. And the, the switch to digital organization from in-person or at school or at home to digital organization presented a whole new set of very complex challenges for children, teens, young, adult, young adults, and their parents, too. Mm -hmm. and, so, and that was one of the critical areas my, our team, my team and I had to address as we made the switch from uh, uh, in-person schooling and tutoring to yep. online and digital schooling and tutoring. And it, for some individuals, digital organization is a helpful organizational resource, but not for a lot of the individuals with ADHD. It actually compounded a lot of the yes. organizational problems. Yes. It was interesting. I did an interview with Dr. Russell Barkley a couple of years ago on working memory. For those that want to um, – it was a great interview. Just uh, Google Attention Talk Radio GPS. And he talked about his theories, and we moved it through coaching. It was, it was kind of great because like 50 minutes into, we kind of agreed that paper sometimes is high-tech for people with ADHD. And I know Dr. Franklin, I, I personally – I have a printer. I print all the time, and digital organization is difficult for me. When I look on a bookshelf, I can see a book, and I, I can recognize the book by the color. I don't actually have to read the name, and I can sometimes determine how much work is there by the thickness of the book or the print, whereas in a digital means, I often have to read stuff and flip through it, and all that effort 
to to read and, and think and begin to visualize and find stuff is, is so effortful. I often escape, and I can definitely see the advantage of working with a, with an online person, knowing where those are and kind of talking out loud. An, another thing that I also wanted to emphasize about tutors, you have teachers, but more and more it, it's becoming difficult. Is my mom was a second grade teacher, and one of the things that was interesting is is she hated standardized testing. Because when standardized testing came out, if the student didn't do so well, she couldn't see the answers to what the student got wrong. And the reason that was a big deal is if she could see what they got wrong, often she didn't have to reteach the whole topic. There was like one or two small concepts that she could help them with to kind of get the click. And that's another reason when you're working with a tutor, you're reading all this information, and through that social interaction, sometimes it's just this one little thing or one little concept where, that they can reframe it for you, and it all falls into place. And think of the huge time gain of doing that within a couple seconds with a tutor as opposed to sitting staring at a book all night trying to have that kind of come around. These are the invisible efficiencies that kind of come through as a result of some of the stuff. And some, one of the reasons I wanted to do the show was pandemic or not, if you've got ADHD and you're in school, there's nothing wrong with getting a tutor to go through it, even if you're doing well in school. Would you agree with that? I would. Uh, and uh, we know that the students who are the most successful are the students who know what resource and support they need when they need it. And often that resource is a tutor. And I agree yep. fully with your yep. assessment there. All right. Everybody, we're going to go to a break. We're going to come back. Some more on this. Again, uh, our secret word tonight is future. Uh, you've got to check out franklined.com and also go to Google and search um, Dr. Daniel Franklin for his book. It'll come up. With all that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? <laughs> Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Dr. Uh, Franklin. having a great conversation about learning and tutoring. And uh, uh, in this segment, I really kind of want to emphasize something I've learned a long time ago. Hard is way overrated. Just doing things because they're hard for the sake of it being hard, really, this just, it doesn't make any sense for me. I mean, I talked about earlier when I was in college, I could get tutors. I'm like, why do this the hard way? Do it the easy way. And I want to emphasize this because more and more our world is kind of bullying us to to do it 
on our own because it's convenient for them. It's funny because I've had those things before where they say, go check out our website. And like, I don't want to get my PhD on your website. I just need to get the answer. It's convenient for them, but it's hard for me. And I do a lot of, of encouraging people with ADHD to advocate, and I do it a lot myself. And I say that as we move into this, as you go to colleges and school, there's writing centers and there's resources that are available. Oftentimes, I find people don't take advantage of it. And I've learned over the years is that needing, asking for help is actually a sign of maturity. And, and part of this show is hopefully to inspire people with ADHD. Heart is overrated. <laughs> Get some help. Make this thing a lot easier. And Dr. Franklin, is, he was explaining at the beginning of it, learning is very, very social. And it, why not? I mean, get the tools that you need. Now, I'm saying it's hard. It should go easy. Your thoughts on that, Dr. Franklin? Am I? Is that should people go through the hard part, or should they take the easy route and, and make it simple? Well, to, you to, raise a really great point there, Jeff. And and you said you chose tutoring because it's the easy way. I would say you chose tutoring actually because it was the best way. Yes. And there's a there's a significant difference between easy way and best way. Sometimes best is easy when yes. when we choose the right strategy. You know the old saying, use the right tool for the job. Uh, you don't want to be shoveling snow with a pitchfork. Um, <laughs> and, you don't want, and so we, we really want to use the right tool for the job. And so using a tutor, it, it's the best way. And I think we can simply leave it at that. If for yep. some reason working with the tutor uh, isn't helpful, then move on. Now, it's important, too, that you find tutors who have a good understanding of the basic principles of learning, that learning uh, uh, can be interactive, collaborative, and that when we have a challenge that lies ahead, when we get a higher level of support in those moments, is sometimes exactly what we need. Yes, absolutely. So I got a few concepts I want to cover real quick. Just little, little tidbits before we wrap this up. Number one, Dr. Franklin, sometimes I find that people don't know the difference between getting an education and Q&A. And for me, a lot of times I don't even understand a concept, and sometimes I need to go to somebody like, a, like even a professor's office and say, I can't get my head around this. And a lot of people feel like they have to go and get a – like they have to have questions at the ready. Um, to me – if I understand the material, a Q&A is just to tweak a little bit, but a lot of times I just need a, like, I, I need to, give me the concept and restart over with. What are your thoughts on that? Because I find a lot of people struggle with going to get help unless they know the concept. Sometimes, for me, again, it's just acknowledging, I just, I, I got to get my head around this. Thoughts on that? Sure. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And that's why it's really good to go ahead and seek help or support and guidance, even if you're not even sure what your question is. And I think that sometimes if you go ahead and, and jump in and uh, be brave and take the chance to uh, work with a teacher, a tutor, a coach, a professor, and say, hey, let's start at the beginning, or I'm not so sure that yep. I understand this, or this is my understanding, and then you discover there are you didn't know what you didn't know, and that's, that's where a really great teacher comes in, that they, they can take those moments in stride, they can really take a step back and really begin to build up a student's understanding. And always remember strategies to retrieve that information. If you're downloading information without a way of recalling it, without a way of saying, yep. 
Well, let's think about some of the big constructs I just heard about for the past half an hour. I heard about ADHD or executive functioning or tutoring, learning as the outcome of social interaction. If you learn to just jot down a few key words, like those five or six or seven I just Mm -hmm. rattled off, sometimes that's all you really need to do for good note-taking because then you start reverse-engineering your notes by backing into other things that you learned yep. that are related to those key concepts. Absolutely. Um, some people, when I talk about this, they go, oh, the costs. And I always go, well, what's the cost of not having a tutor? The Edge Foundation really supported us for a, a period of time on our show, and, like, you know, we can't go off to school with your kids. And you can't go off to school with kids, but we can go without them. And why would you want to spend money for college and for somebody never to graduate? Sometimes you need to have the right tools, and so um, sometimes getting somebody to help you and, and, you know, getting the resources to do that will free up time, energy, and lots, lots of uh, anxiety. Another area, too, that I just want to shout out more and more, I'm, I'm having adults that are trying to study for a CPA exam or dental boards or an insurance, the certified employee benefits stuff, or just any post-school learning. And uh, time and time and time again, they're procrastinating because the learning's difficult, and I've had a lot of them literally to go to other universities and touch with things and find somebody to help them with. And I'm t- it's like night and day. They go from you know, putting it off for months and months and months to actually doing it. So that's that out there. The final thing that I wanted to talk about, Dr. Franklin, is that there's a lot of people out there in a, like a tutor environment where they're doing like a Q&A thing where you're going back and forth and digitally or it's by phone. I know you guys advocate for face-to-face because it goes back to that socialization and using technology to facilitate the learning process. It's best if you can do it in person and together, but if you can't, it seems to me you should do everything that you can to simulate that in-person experience as much as possible because of that socialization. Thoughts on that? Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, There are instances where you simply can't be in person. And I know a lot of people have been exploring lots of different types of uh, uh, virtual and digital types of resources to manage the demand of school and learning and life. And I have a few what we've really learned over the past years, there's actually quite a lot of things out there. Our advice, my advice, is to look for the things that are the most standardized, look for the things that have been around the longest, look for the things that are the most uh, user-friendly, easy to use. Um, I've found things like uh, the Google Docs or Google Jamboard or Google Slides um, which are all free, by the way, mm-hmm. um, are just really some of the best of the um, virtual, electronic, uh, digital resources out there. We've had a lot of success with those. Um, in addition, things like Kami, K-A-M-I, uh, some of you may be familiar with other resources such as Quizlet, uh, Kahoot, uh, ClassDojo are all really uh, great resources to, to look into, and these are all quite well established. A lot of the school learning management systems schools use, Schoolology, Kansas, Google Classroom, I really encourage parents to familiarize themselves with those and tutors and, and other individuals who are working with kids to uh, take the opportunity to become, uh, to sit down and take an hour to really learn a, 
the uh, a child's school management system, uh, whether it's Canvas or Schoolology, Schoolology or one of the other ones, and to get comfortable uh, with using Google Docs. Do a few trial runs. Uh, do experiment with Google Jamboard and uh, Google Slides. Uh, these are really become some of the most commonly used uh, uh, resources out there. And it's really important for parents and tutors and others working with children, teens, and young adults with ADHD and, frankly, any learning characteristic uh, to, to develop a high level of comfort with those resources. I'm having a little bit of an aha moment. <laughs> Whenever I'm on with a guest and that happens. So we're going to go a little bit longer here. So I, I'm having a flash. As you're describing that, I've got to tell you, I'm overwhelmed by it all. Like, oh, my God, I hate those digital tools because I can't visualize them. And everybody, if you've listened to my show in the floor, I was a high adventure scout master years ago, and I went through Boy Scout training. And I have to say, when I was going through it, I thought it was the nerdiest thing, but I, God, I, oh, I quote it all the time. So one of the things they teach us in scouts is edge. Educate, demonstrate, guide, and empower. So what it is is, hey, a, a square knot is a knot that doesn't slip, so we use it for first aid. That's the education. Then you demonstrate on how to tie the knot in front of the boys, and then you give a boy a rope, and he fumbles with it, and you guide him with them, and then you send him off to practice it. <laughs> what you just described to me is another reason to get a tutor. Get the tutor to show you the tool that you have so you can, they can demonstrate it and guide you, and you kind of play around with it, cut that learning thing, because it, for me – Maybe a lot of you out there listening, you don't have a problem with it, but I just get overwhelmed. I'd rather just show me somebody how to show me the tool so I don't have to spend a couple hours doing that. So, uh, Dr. Frank, I had to slip that one in because I, that, that, that's, that's a me. Like, somebody help me with that because that can be intimidating for me. Make sense? Oh, does it ever, and goodness. And <laughs> even if you are a parent or a teacher or a tutor and you're not familiar with some of these uh, resources, find someone who is and sit down with them. I know a, a few of my team members here have actually sat down with some leading clinicians here in Los Angeles to give them uh, a tutorial session on how these things, what these things are and how they work. And really, just in the course of a half an hour, you can uh, take a, a, you know, a clinician who's not at all familiar with yep. digital technology and make them an expert. Yep, yep. Some of the students, though, wow. This is flying by. I need to kind of pull this together. Any last nuggets before we close this out? Oh, just a, a big thank you to you, to your listeners. I know your listeners can probably listen to this uh, at any time, and I, I welcome your listeners to reach out to me. Um, Daniel Franklin, Ph.D., uh, if you put that into a Google search, you'll find uh, I'll probably come up first in uh, Google search. You'll find yep. DanielFranklinPhD.com or FranklinED. Uh, dot com. I welcome inquiries from your listeners. I'm here to help, uh, and I really encourage uh, your listeners to check out my book, Helping Your Child with Language-Based Learning Disabilities. It's available on Amazon. And uh, again, a uh, big thank you, Jeff. It's such a pleasure yep. speaking with you. And if everybody, he does have uh, on that website, there are online tutors. He's got a whole bunch of people that do that, so you can go check that stuff out. So it's a great resource. So uh, with that, Dr. Franklin, so much. thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been my pleasure. All right, everybody, our secret word tonight was future. We hope you've enjoyed. Got something out tonight. Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.